Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Prairie Track and Field podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Enerson. And I'm your other host, Cameron Rail. And we are here at the end of 2020 to what many people has been a disastrous year. You could use any adjective to describe it. But in 2020, I think we did our best to find as many silver linings as we could. And Cam, this has been such an awesome experience getting to do the podcast with you. Yeah, this is definitely a, a bright spot uh, for 2020 for you and for me. Um, provided us with the time and the motivation to to start something that we've talked about um, for, too, for for years. too long. For too yeah. long, we talked yeah. about it. And even, I mean, even this is something. If you're if you're a real one, you'll remember. Uh, have you heard? Kind of our first iteration of of the podcast that ran successfully for one season but was not renewed by the by the the tv stations or whoever was carrying us at that time but uh anyway yeah this this has been really good to um start this with you ryan and it's been fun to see how people have responded to it and we're i'm excited to to see what 2021 brings yeah i mean even all the way back to have you heard like our goal has just been to promote track and field to talk about the sport I think you and I could probably just sit down and talk about it forever but it's being able to share these conversations with others and that's what this podcast has done so one thing that we posted on Instagram the other day was on our story where some of the top track and field 2020 moments we had a variety of answers and one that kind of stood out to me that was pretty funny was and I won't say who it was even though I think we probably both saw it and know who it is and who's ever listening to this will know who they are but it was wait there was a season in 2020 and it's it is hard to believe but there were a couple months at the beginning of 2020 where track and field was normal we got through in a whole indoor season at the collegiate level we got I think a week of practice at the high school level for track but there were bright spots in 2020 yeah um I mean just from what I remember seeing uh like you, you shared that video of Bart running the 407 mile at the U of M. And uh, I know like the, the summit league uh, championship meet was, was pretty crazy. There was a lot of like really great performances there. Um, and, and even to this fall, like the high school starting back up and getting the full cross country season in um, and just getting back to competition after a long, long time of, of not, not doing anything, uh, was, was I'm sure like refreshing for us as like fans who, uh, were either able to be there or not, but able to see like results and, and for the, for the athletes too, uh, especially those, uh, kind of like the ones we gave shout outs to the, the ones who are thinking about continuing competing. Uh, it's just good to get back out there and regain that confidence that, um, this is something that they're good at doing or that they want to do. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. And even being a little bit broader perspective from just from the athletes, but looking at programs across the state, I think there was a lot of time for coaches to reevaluate where their program was at, the direction they wanted to head. And we've seen some really good things. Um, UND with a new coaching hire and having a new new head coach and bringing some different athletes in and bringing some fresh ideas to a program with a great facility and who's hopefully going to build here in the future. So we've gotten to see that. I know just from social media and being able to talk to a few different athletes as well, 
we've seen, I don't even want to say resurgent because these programs have been around for so long, but Minot State looks like they're trending in a really great direction. Something I've been super excited to watch. Uh, we've seen you, Mary, continue to put up really good athletes and be a place in the state that's got a lot of potential. These athletes come in and they do really great things at that level. And I think as a, as a whole for 2020 track and field, in many ways, yes, we lost our season, but I think it was also a good opportunity to step back and look at where these programs are and, and evaluate, but hopefully move in a great direction for 2021 and what we hope will be a great track and field season upcoming. Yeah, it was really cool to see, even, like amidst like obviously all the uncertainty of like the pandemic and everything, uh, but then also across the nation, you know, the uncertainty of programs being able to continue at different schools and stuff. Uh, it was really cool to see, like you were saying, especially like Minot State, just like a ton, a ton of people signing uh, to run there. And then like you, Mary, always like, I feel like they always find a way to keep good homegrown talent like here in the state uh and then obviously uh und and ndsu just uh prioritizing track and track and field as as a sport that they want to invest in and uh hopefully that that rivalry is gonna uh be something really really fun and really cool to watch uh i know und is kind of going more of like a distance focused uh program uh, so that'll be, it'll be fun to see them, especially in cross country and on the distance side, uh, compete with NDSU. Um, and yeah, it, it's just, it's just really cool to see. Um, mm -hmm. I, I've always thought that it would be cool uh, just for like the sake, like I know it doesn't really make sense in terms of like NCAA or like um, conference, like competition, but I always thought it would be really cool in cross country or track to host like a, uh, like a state collegiate championships, you know, where you get every single school from the state or the region. Like you can even throw like MSUM and Concordia in there. Cause they're, they're right here. Uh, just meet up for like one meet. Uh, and you know, you get the Minot States, you get Valley city, you get Dickinson state, you know, it's like, it's everybody who's going through like the same stuff, uh, like environmentally, I guess, like training through a winter, uh, and competing all all at at one like select meet. I always thought that that would be kind of cool. Um, yeah, yeah, and that's really a great segue into what we we're going to talk about next. Before we do that, I do want to give a couple shout outs to people. Um, we've talked about some high school athletes signing, and we've talked about a couple of the collegiate standout events and races, like Alex Bartholomew with the big four oh seven mile at the uh, U of M earlier this indoor, but. How about some post-collegiates? Lexi Zeiss, we saw her have an awesome 2020 campaign. Update on her marathon project race. If you haven't seen, she ran, oh, 220. 32, 232. 232, yep. Incredibly fast. Took, I think, 12th place. I don't have the stats right in front of me, but had an awesome marathon PR. Had a 10K PR, so she was doing great work in 2020. Riley Dolezal continues to train. Just got to talk to him. He, we interviewed him on one of our most popular episodes from this season. And Riley is looking forward to a really big 2021. And we've got quite a few others in the state that continue to train post-collegiately. And we'll keep tabs on them in the upcoming year as well. 
transitioning into what we wanted to do next was talking about the podcast, a little bit of reflection where we hope to go in 2021. Cam, you had talked about some goal setting. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. I just want to keep, give another little like shout out to Lexi. I saw a tweet, uh, Lexi's ice in the marathon project. She was the youngest female in the field. She had the biggest PR of the day in the field by 12 minutes. It's a top 10 time for a U.S. woman under the age of 25. Uh, and her highest mileage week in the training buildup was 80 miles, uh, which for a marathoner is not all that much. And she only ran that once. So just really, really cool. Um, to see the success that she's having and yeah. So yeah, it's absolutely, it's, it's really cool. Mm-hmm. So, and I know uh, a couple other like North Dakota, I guess not based, but uh, elites that, you know, hopefully we'll get to see some good things from uh, this coming track season. Uh, Laura Raisler, uh, I believe is still, still training. And then uh, Madeline Strandamo. Um, yeah, just I, I know they're both still still training and <clears throat> have seen some stuff on Instagram uh, about the groups that they're with. So um, it'll be be fun and exciting to to keep tabs on them and yeah, see what other excitement the state can bring us. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So for 2021, Cam, what do you want from this podcast or what are we hoping to give the listeners in this upcoming year? Yeah, 2021. I. Uh, I watched a video from uh, everybody's favorite 800 meter YouTuber, Nick Simmons, uh, talking about goal setting. And he put something on his story. He said, uh, what are your goals for this year? What do you want to see? And I, I responded to it from, from the podcast page. And, and I said, we want to do 30 episodes this year. Uh, so that's just over uh, an episode every other week. Uh, so that, that's something that I would like to see. Um, if we could, if we could interview 30 people, like 20, if we could get 20 to 30 interviews uh, this upcoming year, I think that that would be something really cool to see uh, for us as a podcast. And then uh, just continue uh, to grow. Like, yeah, I don't know. It'd be great to see like the listens and the numbers like go up. Um, but yeah, just, just people, people respond to it. Uh, Mm -hmm. I'd like to give, be able to give like something back to the people who have been listening. I know you and I had talked about it, Ryan, about, um, you know, maybe trying to do some sort of like giveaway or uh, just have like some more, uh, I guess we can call it like fan engagement uh, with everybody who's listening. So uh, all things that are pretty, like, I know those aren't other than the third, 30, at least 30 episodes, they aren't, those aren't very specific goals. Um, but they're definitely things that you and I have talked about and we're working on and we're hoping we can deliver. So, yeah, no, that's deliver. good. That's really good. One of my goals that I had wrote down, similar, I had said 25 interviews. So we're on the same page between that 20 and 30. And that's kind of yeah. funny because we didn't talk about that at all before <laughs> hopping on this. So I would say between 20 and 30 interviews is a good number to shoot for. And we really hope that for anybody that's listening, if you have ideas of people that we should interview, and we've had a lot of great feedback, like, ooh, interview this person, interview this person. 
I know that there was some some older ones like Becky Wells. She'd be a really good one. Yeah. Um, and I'm trying to think of some other ones off the top of my head. But we're hoping to get old and new. So some of the younger people in the running scene, but also some of the legends that you hear about at the state track meet. We'd love to get them on the show. But if you do have any suggestions, make sure you get in touch with either Cam or I. I feel like a lot of people have our phone number, which is, I don't know, a good thing and a bad thing. But that way, or even just like shooting us a DM over Instagram. We're hoping to get more socials in 2021 as well. So that's going to be a goal. And I think you hit the nail on the head talking about the engagement piece. We really want to just give back to the track and field community, but also be engaged, letting people have a say in what our show looks like and who we interview and promoting the sport. I mean, that's the goal at the end of the day is getting people excited about track, wanting to go out for track and give it their best shot, but also be able to find motivation and inspiration from our podcast and hopefully get some recognition as well. So recognition or recognition, however you want to say it. There's there's probably a right or a wrong way to say it. But yeah, we hope to see that people continue to step up and do great things so we can give them shout outs and recognize them and talk to them. Yeah. Man, so as far as goals go, we kind of have that covered. What else do we need to ring out 2020 with? No, I think that's pretty good. I think we've done an excellent job of just kind of covering our grounds for 2020 and where we hope to go in 2021. But maybe to kind of end the episode here, I do want to give a shout out to some of our sponsors who've just been so faithful to us in 2020. And we're hoping to get more people on board and involved in 2021 as well. But first of all, huge shout out to CDIC Run. We've talked about where life and running intersects. The new store, I've been there a couple times now, and it's phenomenal. Located in downtown Grand Forks. If you are interested in any way, shape, or form of boosting your running game through gear, through some of the different products, we reviewed Cramp Aid a couple episodes ago. Being able to have a little bit bigger footprint on the, the running scene, make sure you stop at CDIC Run. They'll hook you up. They'll outfit you and get you ready for an awesome 2021 campaign, whether you are hobby jogger, whether you are super competitive, they've got everything you need. So that's Cedic Run located in downtown Grand Forks. Yeah, Ryan, I just got a brand new pair of shoes from uh, Cedic Run just the other day. I wasn't in Grand Forks, but you can give them a call at any time. Richard will hook you up. Uh, they, they didn't happen to have the size that I wanted, but it was no problem. Richard ran, went right ahead and just ordered the shoe uh, that I wanted, the color that I wanted, uh, and he's having it sent to my apartment in Fargo uh, as we speak. So uh, great customer service. Uh, they, they really just want to get uh, you the product, the shoe, uh, the running top, the running jacket, whatever it is that works best for you. So mm-hmm. go check Yeah. And I got a pair of shoes sent all the way to Iowa. So I think if you are anywhere in the state, they'll gladly hook you up and help you out. So yeah. And support local too. That's like a big thing that Cam and I like to do. Um, New sponsor this time. uh, Shout out last week, Cam and I had dinner at Mango's in Fargo. So if you've never been to Mango's on Tuesdays, they do 595 all you can eat tacos. You should go check it out or any other day of the week too. They're really good, but we'll, we'll give them a shout out here. Yeah. Shout out mangoes. Always shout out mangoes. Uh, Other sponsors. We want to say thank you to Ragnarok athletic club. 
Ragnarok Athletic Club provides opportunities for athletes of any event and all ages to compete in the sport of track and field. Um, they have a really great Instagram page. It's starting to pick up a little bit more traction and they post training tips, workout ideas, all great things to take a look at for motivation heading into 2021. Uh, and finally, we want to give a shout out to Draymond Enterprises Innovation Reimagined. So Cam, with that being said, um, I think 2021 is going to be a great year for us and hopefully individually on the track, but also as a podcast and we'll continue to grow and keep telling these stories that deserve to be told. Yeah, for sure. Hopefully, uh, hopefully we'll see you Ryan competing in a decathlon in a Ragnarok AC Jersey uh, sometime this summer uh, or some, some other open event. And hopefully I can hit the track too. And, uh, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to, to what 2021 has to offer. Um, yeah, hopefully we can see some of you guys at, at some meets as well. Um, maybe, you know, like the state, state track meet. And, you know, if, if we do happen to run into you or cross paths, come say hi. Uh, give us suggestions. Tell us what you like, what you don't like about the pod. And, uh, yeah, we love to hear from you guys as always uh on social media as well so yeah hey well thanks again for listening we hope that you have a safe and happy new year and we'll see you guys in 2021 thanks again